now we have Senator Joe Lieberman, of course, of No Labels. Now, he's chairman of No Labels. He's one common sense Democrat, one common sense uh, independent, and one of the finest uh, senators we've ever had, and and the vice presidential candidate. And and um, he's working very hard for No Labels. Uh, Senator uh, Lieberman, uh, what the heck is going on? You have an important meeting coming up in... Uh, uh, on Monday in New Hampshire. Right. Hey, John, uh, great to be with you. Thanks for your kind words. Uh, yeah, I mean, I never would have predicted this uh, when I started out my career as a Democrat, but in my opinion, the two parties uh, just repeatedly have been failing the country by by being more loyal or demanding more loyalty to themselves uh, and uh, not to the country and not working together to get things done. So that's the, the no-label story for the last uh, 12 or 13 years that we've been in existence. For the first time, having uh, achieved some success at electing centrist Republicans and Democrats to the House and Senate, uh, we're keeping open the option of uh, running a third uh, ticket, bipartisan unity ticket, and uh, right now we're focused on getting on the ballot uh, in all uh, 50 states, but which ain't easy, but we're working hard at it. This week, uh, uh, really coming back to what we're about, ideas, and uh, we're going to release uh, our common sense uh, policy agenda uh, up in New Hampshire at St. Anselm's College. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin will be there. Uh, Governor John Huntsman will be there. Uh, playing lead roles in describing it. They've both been past chairs of no labels. But this is really about the ideas, and I, uh, it'll be revealed on on Monday. But uh, th- this is a policy agenda that neither party would put out because we're trying to really be common sense, centrist, uh, bipartisan. So, so this is, yeah. Yeah, this is Pete King. Uh, always great to talk with you. Uh, yeah, Pete, thank you. Great to hear your voice, buddy. John Casperitidis and I were at an event several weeks ago that Joe Manchin was just there. It was not a political event at all. And I was yeah. pleasantly surprised by the number of people coming up to him and encouraging him and uh, you know, really happy to see him there. So there does seem to be an appetite for something other than what we have. Do you think it's plausible and possible you know, when it comes down to it? Because, again, you know, there is a yeah. demand for it, I think. Yeah, no, uh, thanks, Pete. Uh, look, uh, American history uh, doesn't give you much precedent at the presidential level for a third ticket to win. I mean, the last one that did really was Abraham Lincoln in 1860. uh, And then in 1864, he went one better and had a bipartisan ticket with uh, Governor Johnson of Tennessee, who was a Democrat. Uh, But but these are very unusual times. I mean, you got not only on the no labels polling, but on all the other polling, a majority of the American people don't like the two... uh, candidates that the two major parties are going to give them. And uh, you, you get 30, 40, we got over 50% of one of our polls said they'd be open to a third ticket bipartisan unity independence. So we're, we call it the insurance policy because we're not sure we're going to use it. Maybe the parties will come back to the center. Uh, maybe uh, the primaries will produce um, a better uh, candidates, more acceptable to the American people, but maybe not. And if not, uh, I think there's a real sentiment, well, not only in the no labels, but in the country to give the people a third choice. There, there, there really is. Well, Senator, it's Tony Carbonetti. 
And Tony, it, how are I, you? Incidentally, I heard the last interview. I think you're a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just downgrading. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, but, uh, as yeah. you know, I, I think you, you are a great guy and you, a, a man that we both love very much, Senator John McCain. I, I was pushing for him at the time. To, yeah. to select you as his running mate. I think it would have been, you know, transforming at the time. But I think now the country is ready for this because, as you said before, we've become too much. It's not that the party asks so much. They want us to hate the other side. That's, it's, it's that's not what enough it's to be, all about. I don't hate Democrats. Yeah. I just like Republicans more. I, hate yeah, so, is not a good thing. So God bless. You know, I agree with you. Politics has become really like war and the good old days when you'd have an argument on the floor of the Senate and then you'd go out for a drink together. It just doesn't happen anymore. Uh, incidentally, I appreciate, appreciate your mentioning McCain because when he first said to me he wanted to vet me for vice president, I said, are you kidding me? Uh, uh, no, what's why? Why not? Why shouldn't I? I says, oh, John, I don't know. You know, you may have forgotten. But uh, I got elected as an independent in 06, but I'm still a Democrat. Yeah, well, that's the point, he said. You know, I can hear him. He says, that's the point. The country really is so fed up with the partisanship. It would be great. So he was ahead of his time and maybe no labels. Whoever the candidates are, uh, has hit the moment when the country's really ready to whack the two uh, major parties because they're not they're not delivering. Senator, they're, they're serv- yeah, I, I, I know uh, uh, no labels is having a major meeting in New Hampshire on on right. Monday. Uh, but uh, since you heard my conversation with Ari Fleischer and and uh, that the fact is, if I was look I had my old Democratic hat back on there from uh, from the Bill Clinton days, yeah. uh, and if the Democrats are destined to win the next presidency. I think they want a choice between RFK and maybe Manchin. What, what say you on that? Yeah, I tell you the fact that um, that RFK Jr. is is now polling at almost twenty percent against Biden, and this woman Marianne Williamson is getting eight percent shows you that that the disaffection. And I, I like Joe Biden. I know I know him forever. Uh, but this is a different moment in his career, and it shows you that even in the Democratic Party, you, you're now approaching 30 percent who say that they prefer another candidate. So uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen uh, as this goes on. Uh, it, it's possible. Uh, I look at I could go back in history. I was only a kid, so I, I wasn't involved. But 1964, and of course it was the anti-war Vietnam War at the beginning. Uh, Senator Eugene McCarthy of Minnesota declares against Lyndon Johnson. He enters the New Hampshire primary. <clears throat> he doesn't win, but he comes surprisingly close, and that brings uh, RFK Sr. into the race. And then uh, President Johnson withdraws. Now, can something like that happen this year? It's possible. Yeah. On the other, on the other hand, on the Republican side, and uh, I think uh, President Trump remains extremely strong and is the likely nominee. Well, I, we all agree yeah, we on that. Do I agree. agree on that. Yeah. By the way, Senator, I want to say one thing real quick. You used to see my mother at Salati's Pharmacy, and you were always so sweet oh, in Stanford. Thank kidding. you. Thank oh, you. Oh, that's a good memory. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. 
The best time to get a great deal on a Jeep SUV is now during the Summer of Jeep event. And now while qualified lessees get an ultra-low mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Wrangler Willys 4xe for $359 a month for 36 months with $3,319 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution. A lease for Stellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over $22,500. Includes $7,500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 731-23. Jeep is a registered trademark.